0: Besa, da'f Kaf, Gimel, the last thing we were discussing was three things that Rabban Gamliel El was lenient on, was sweeping the floor on Yom Tov, putting the frankincense on the koz on Yom Tov, roasting a kid goat or a sheep, Erev, Pesach. Uh, As a Zechele, Korban, Pesach, Hakamim, on all three. Rav Aseh said the mehluket was uh, only in regarding to... Putting the frankincense on the coals to make the clothing smell be- better, but the smell everyone agrees it's mutar. And we asked the question on him from a big braita, and we ended up changing Rabbah to saying that the mahloket was tafka to smell, but to make the clothing smell better. That according to everyone is Asura, and with that, we are starting kaf bit amud bit three lines from the bottom towards the beginning of the line where it says Ibayalehu. The Gemara asked the question. Mau are we allowed to put spices on top of coal, make the smoke come up put uh, fruits on top of the the grate let's say, and have the smoke give a nice flavor to the to the fruits asur he doesn't like it. That's not a melacha that's equal for everyone. That's not melacha she shava l'chol nefesh. It's just Africa for some people who like having their fruits like that, but not for everyone. At the end of the day, it's for food. It's just like cooking. Uh, no problem. Some people like their food this way, some that way. At the end of the day, what you're doing, you're putting the spices on top of the coal, you are extinguishing the fire from the coal. Opposite, maybe you're also uh, putting the uh, spices on fire. What I'm trying to explain is, is that originally you start off by extinguishing, then you set a fire. Meaning, I just, uh, you're doing both. I'm just mentioning the first meal how you're doing. Amar Yehuda, to put the fruits, to put the spices on the actual coal is asur. However, but to put it on a heated uh, clay, a clay shard, that's not a problem. You're not mechabe over there. And if you're lighting up the uh, the spices, that's allowed. Remember, you're doing it the havara b'shinui Hayad, There's no isur Midorite over there. Only midrabanan, and we're allowing it anyways. The chvod yom tov. Verabah Amar adds al nami asur. Why? Mishum de dekamo ha. You are creating a smell, creating is asur. You're not allowed to make something uh, new on uh, yom tov. That's a drabanan. It's uh, you're creating a, It's like a melacha. They both said asur to flip a perfumed cup on silk clothing be on yom Tov is asur. My tama, what's the reason? because you're creating a new scent in this cloth. Omay shana mi why are you allowed to take uh, spices, press it between your fingers to get the smell out, or break wood chips to get the smell out? Uh, why is that allowed? You're creating a smell also. So the Gemara explains, There, the smell is always there. And by breaking it, by rubbing it, you're making the smell just uh, stronger. It's not creating something new. Ha'akhaba, <inaudible> when you take that uh, perfumed cup and you flip it over on the clothing, oludehu <inaudible> you're creating a smell, a scent in this uh, clo- clothing. And Rabaa amara, al gabega gahelet mutar, you're allowed to put fruit on top of a coal because you're, even though you're giving it a, a scent, even though you might be shutting it off, it's just like uh de hava, It's like putting meat on top of the coal. Uh, you're helping it get cooked. You're helping it get better. Same thing over here. And you hold the same thing like a baby samim. You're allowed to put it on top of coal to, to, in order to make the, the, the fruit smell better. Meaning, if it has to do with benefit for your body, it's mutar. And Darash uh, Rav Givihami bekatil, Rav Givihaf from the place called bekatil. He was apit hade deberish kaluta by the doorway of Resh Kaluta. Katurah sharei you do katurah. So Amarle i mor my katura What's this Katura? if it's design knots on a sleeve of a shirt, then maase umanhu that it's uh, Mamash uh, craftsman, I it's a professional thing to do and you know how do that on Yom Tov. if ketura means to make uh, smoke, put to put uh, put uh, spices on top of coal asur, because the you're extinguishing the fire every time you're putting it on. We're talking about smoking It's the same thing as putting meat on top of coal And you're making That's the way of cooking it The same thing To make uh, the smell smell nice You're putting the, the spices on top of the coal and some say that uh, it went down as follows. If it's the design nuts on the sleeves, then it's a professional thing, you know how to do it. If it's to smoke the fruits, making it smell. I said this Din in the name of a great man. I said in We're talking about smoking fruits, so It's like putting meat on top of coal, which is mutar. Same thing to put the smell on it is also mutar. And we also learned in the Mishnah, They roasted a goat or a sheep whole uh, on the Pesach uh, and the Zechele <inaudible> Korban Pesach. And Hachamim were osir. Tanya Rabi Omer, Todus Ish Romi. Todus from Rome. He at Beneromi, Romi. He was manhig them lechol gedim kulas, be'lele Pesachim. To eat, to eat this uh, fully roasted uh, goat on the night of Pesach and it sent him Il If you weren't such a big Hakam Gadol honorable person, we put you in a kharem shatama khil benesal kadashim. You're letting people eat kadashim outside the Beta Magdash area, outside Yushalaim. The grass says Kadashim Shal Kadataf, that's not real kadashim. Ella ema keain kadoshim. It's like uh, kadoshim, and therefore, if you were in Todus, we'd put you on chayim. Now, the next mishnah: Shelo shad varim. Rabbi Azar ben Azariah was matir, hachamim osrim. There was three things. Rabbi Azab ben was matir. Hachamim said it's asur. Parato yotzaber tzurashe ben carneha. His cow, which was supposed to rest on Shabbat, would walk out with a string in between its horns. And really, a person's cow is supposed to rest on Shabbat also. And ornaments are allowed, and uh, and burdens are not. And he held, it was an ornament, and it was allowed. And they held, it's a burden. And you could comb the animal on Yom Tov using a metal comb with small teeth, even though sometimes it scratches him, that's okay because you hold know, it's not a problem because you're not uh, you don't have any kavanah to do it and you could grind peppers in their little mill and why because it's for food why because it looks like you're doing whole work you cannot use that uh, sm- uh, that metal comb with the small teeth on Yom Tov Because you're, sometimes you're going to make a scratch You're going to make a wound You could use a wooden comb with bigger, wider teeth That doesn't scratch You can't use the metal comb, not the wooden comb Nothing is mutar. And the Gemara starts. LeMemra, it sounds like It sounds like he only had one cow. It would give just thirteen thousand calves every year. So how could you say it was only one? once? Like Mike explains, no. it wasn't his cow with the string in between and so on, it was the neighbors. When we talk, did he stop them? No. Therefore, it was called by his name because he didn't stop it. It's as if he did the Avirah. And we learned in the Mishnah, What's this kerud? What's Kirtsuf? So Mark explains. Kerud is the metal comb with 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 the small teeth that scratch. Kirtsuf we're talking about a comb of wood with a gedolim with with big teeth. It doesn't scratch, doesn't make a wound. There's three she taught over here. Number one is So if you don't have any intention to make a wound, then it's still Asur. However, Mihu, kirud. when it comes to Kirud, uh, Habura, Gedolim ve'enosim Habura. The metal one scratches, the wood one doesn't scratch. That's why the metal one's Asur and the wood one is Mutar. And we're not going to be Gozeo. Don't use the wood one because you might come to use the, the metal one. That's uh, he, he doesn't worry about that. Vera bana number two, they hold like Rebihudah that Davash Enomit Kaven is Asur. If you don't have Kavana, it's still Asur. But the difference is the Gazrina Kertsufa Tu Kerud. They're worried. They don't let you use the wood one because you might use the metal one. Third, Sheetah, the Rebih El-Azhar bin Azariah, he holds like Rebishimun that Damar Davash Enomit Kaven, Mutar, if you don't have intent to do something, it's Mutar. And therefore, Ben Kerud, Ben Kertsuf, wood, metal, It's always mutar. We're not worried about uh, scratching and wounding. And Amarav, Amarav Nachman, Amar Shemuel, and some say it was Amarav Nachman, the Hudeh, he said by himself, not in the name of Shemuel, that Halacha Kerebi Shimon that a person could uh, could drag a chair, a bench, and he's going to make a hole in the ground, and it's not going to be considered Horesh, because you don't have kavana for it, Sharei Rabbi Lazam and Azraya Modelo. You see, Rabbi Lazam and Azariah agrees to him in our Mishnah, and Amar there Avad Rav Velema Mor Halacha Kerbiuda. Why don't you say that Halacha Zakaviuda? Shearei Hachamim Modimla. You see, Hachamim uh, agree to him, and, and they hold that the dava kavan is asur. Why don't you say like, I'm like him? I'm not Rabbi Shimon's father. I hold that like Rabbi Shimon, without the hold of Rabbi Azab ben Azariah. And not only that, Shari Ribil Azab ben Azariah, even Rabbi Azab ben agrees to him, as we just explained. Now the next Mishnah, Harei Chaim Shel Pilpelim, the pepper mill. Teme'ah Mishum Shelosha Kelim. It's susceptible. It means it can become teme' because of three parts, or three types of Tuma'a on it, meaning if one part broke, then the other two are still Tameh, that's where Ashi and Rambam explain it, Tosfot explains it in a different way, that if one of them becomes Tameh, the other two parts are not Tameh, Either way, there's three types of tum'ot. Number one, mishum keli because it's something that can accept uh, stuff. It's a vessel that's uh, receptible. mishum Number two, it's a keli that is made of metal. mishum keli kevarab. It's also a sieve, a sifter. And the Gemara will explain a little bit more. And the Gemara explains right away, the bottom part of that pepper mill is made of wood, and if it was flat, okay, it wouldn't become tame But the problem is, it can accept things into it, therefore it's now Beltuma. Now, the middle part of it, it's a sifter, it's a sieve. And rashi explains that you have uh, weaving that goes on to make that uh, sieve. so what explains a little bit different? He explains that. Uh, it can accept things. That's why it becomes the And the aliyonah, the top part, and mishum keli is made of metal, and it's a keli, and therefore all three are mekabel tumah for different reasons. Next mishnah, agala shel katan, a carriage that a baby goes through, and, and Tosfor explains it's more of a. Uh, practice walking uh, carriage. This way, you could hold on to it, and it'll help. It'll teach him how to walk. Either way, teme'a midras. It is con- it able to become tameh midras. Uh, tame midras is only on things that you sit on, beds, chairs, etc. So the carriage also, or the walking thing, be Shabbat, and you're allowed to touch and carry it on Shabbat because it's considered a Ve'enani and you could only drag it on top of kelim on top of vessels on top of clothing because we're worried if you do it on the ground you're going to be uh, plowing it's going to go deep into the ground you're going to dig it's going to be considered Horesh and or if it's in the house it's considered Boney Rabbi Uda Omer Rabbi Uda explains Kola kelim enigarin. you're not allowed to drag any kelim except this carriage you're allowed to drag it, It doesn't dig; rather, it just presses the ground down. It doesn't uh, dig, and the Gemara explains, Agala because he leans on it when he's walking or when he's being walked. And the Gemara continues with the Mishnah: When it's Shabbat, you can carry it on Shabbat, mishum deika torat It's considered keli'na and the Gemara continues, ve'en nigaret el algabe kelim. You can only drag it on top of kelim. Algabe kelim in, you're allowed. Algabe karak ground lo mitama because the Ka'avid haritz. You're going to make a ditch, and it's that's a problem. Choresh bone. So the Gemara asks, "Money? Who's the Tanav Mishnah? Rabbi Judah. It's Rabbi Judah. Amar dava she'en mitkaven. If you don't have kavana and you're still doing a it, melacha, it's asur. The Rabbi Shimon. Because if it's Rabbi Shimon, ha Amar dava she'en mitkaven mutar. If you don't have intention, it's mutar. The Tanar Rabbi Shimon Omer, gorer adam mitach yisef esavsal. Rabbi Shimon holds you're allowed to drag a bed, chair, bench, ubelvat kaven harit. As long as you have no intent to make a hole. So obviously we hold like Rabbi Judah, who says it's asur." Now, Emma Sefa, sefer, but the problem is, look at the sefer. Rabbi Huda omers nigrarin Bishabat, chutz min agala Rabbi Huda says, you're not allowed to drag anything on Shabbat except the carriage because it presses the ground down. So mipneshikoveshet in aval haritz lo It's only because it pushes it down, and but it doesn't it doesn't make a hole. It's not a, a digging device. So how could you say that Tana in our Mishnah is Rabbi Huda? who doesn't allow you to drag the uh, carriage on ground because you're making a hole. You see Rabbi Huda himself argues on Tanaka and says it presses. So like Mark explains, e There's two Tanaim according to Rabbi Huda. One Tana held that Rabbi Huda is osir to drag a carriage on land because you might make a hole. And another held that Rabbi Yehuda would agree that you're allowed to drag the carriage because it doesn't really make a hole. It just presses the ground down. Hadran alach yom tov. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.